Hello and welcome to the Diet Obsessed Podcast. I am your host, Veronica Santarelli, and this is a podcast for those of us who are just obsessed with all things diet culture, and we're trying to find some balance in this world full of extremes. All right, let's get into the episode. So today is going to be my Howard Stern rant. And so first of all, I, I love Howard Stern. I'm a huge fan. I've been a fan for probably like 20 years now, at least, or or more than 20 years. I, I first heard Howard Stern when I was in college. And at first, one of a couple of the things that he said offended me, but I overall like understood his humor and just, I mean, I love to laugh. So all of the, a lot of the podcasts that I listen to have humor in them. And so I have Sirius again, and I've just been enjoying listening to some of the interviews that I've missed. Like I caught up on the Bradley Cooper interview and uh, some of the other, you know, comedians from SNL. And, you know, I love this. I love Sarah Silverman. She's hilarious. I, I, I mean, I've listened to some of these interviews over and over and over again. But uh, recently on one of his episodes, he had this whole thing on Oprah versus Howard. So Oprah and um, versus him in regards to who should people listen to for like diet. And so I thought this was a good topic because I'm a fan of both people. I love Oprah. I mean, I, I never really watched the Oprah show, but I have a lot of respect for Oprah. She's wildly intelligent. She's obviously very successful. I believe she's just a great hearted person and does amazing things for the world and important things for the world. And so, um, so I'm, you know, obviously a huge Oprah fan. I mean, who, who's not an Oprah fan. And then of course, Howard Stern is pretty polarizing. I mean, I know, you know, there's probably a lot of people in the audience that don't like Howard Stern, but I've always seen he he actually I believe is respectful towards women and because obviously I'm a huge feminist, but uh, but I do think he's a feminist. I mean, some of the things that he said along the, his journey, I mean, no one's perfect, especially when you talk as much as he's talked. But I did think that this was an interesting topic because so one thing that I really love about Howard Stern, besides his humor, is he is a very disciplined person. And that discipline not only has to do with his food, which we'll talk about in a second, but just his work ethic. And so I have a lot of respect for how how hard he worked to get where he is today. And um, and so so and that discipline definitely translates over into how disciplined he is about his what he puts into his body for both food, for alcohol and you know, I have, a, I, I do have a lot of respect for people that can be that disciplined. I, I do think that he holds himself up above other people, like looks down on other people who aren't as disciplined. There's definitely a superiority that he feels over other people for being able to control his eating habits. And he, you know, he has very, very, very strict eating behaviors. I mean, he eats like He's on a diet every day. I mean, most days. I'm sure there's there's times that he lets like enjoys himself and eats, you know, off of this regimented plan. But I think the majority of his life is spent on this extremely, extremely regimented uh, eating cycle. And you know, and he'll go out to dinner. But I, I 
I think he's even very disciplined when he goes out to dinner as well. And so, you know, his eating, his day of eating, and I haven't, I haven't heard him talk about his full day of eating in a while, but I love it every time he does. I mean, again, I like, I like details. So I could, I could listen to, I mean, this is why I was really successful and loved my job in the, in the weight loss industry, because people would tell me their entire day of eating. We would plan out days of eating. So, you know, I just, I enjoy that. So he, when he, memory serves, um, he, he talks about how, you know, he, he has, and I actually do this too. I mean, when I'm eating really structured and really clean, I do often, you know, I do meal prepping, prepping, and there's a lot of kind of go-tos that I have that I really enjoy. And, you know, you can tell, uh, that Howard enjoys the food that he's eating. It's not like it's torture for him to eat this healthy food. He really enjoys it. He's just very, A, it's very clean, and B, it's very, um, you know, his portions are very controlled. And that's, I think, for me, the hardest thing, and for a lot of people, the hardest thing is controlling those portions. I'm good all day. It's just at nighttime when I lose control, especially over portions and, well, lots of things. But, um, so he'll start out with like a half a piece of toast. I remember he he would sometimes get like an egg white wrap, but he would like throw away some of the bread and it would be egg whites over full eggs. And I mean, this is a guy that could eat a full egg. I mean, there there are small ways that he could increase his caloric intake most likely, but chooses to do the ultra lean thing because he's so, so, so conscious about his weight. I mean, he's very vain and he's, you know, he has a, a supermodel wife. So, you know, I, I understand him wanting to look good and, and wanting to keep himself in shape, um, you know, to keep up with his much younger wife. Um, but so, you know, and, and he, he, you know, let me finish his, his full day of eating. So he'll eat that very light meal. And then I think like an hour or two later, he'll have a snack of like some yogurt maybe and some fruit, maybe some blueberries. And it's always, you know, a light yogurt or sugar-free yogurt or, um, you know, just a very light yogurt. And then for lunch, he might have like a quarter of a baked potato. Uh, I think, I think even on our weight loss plan, we would let people have a small, a half of a small baked potato. Uh, so, you know, it's just interesting, a quarter of a baked potato. I mean, who does that? Uh, some fruit, some salmon. So just really, really well balanced with a, a protein, a vegetable, a fruit. Um, he'd have an apple for a snack and just devour that apple. I mean, he would talk about how ravenous he would be and he'd just lick the yogurt out of the carton and just devour every morsel of maybe like a few almonds he would allow himself to have. And, you know, sometimes he would have a very light meal at night of fish and vegetables. And, um, but there was this other meal that he would consistently get where he would order out for this eggplant parmigiana. And he would come with a, a, a lot of spaghetti. And he would talk about how he would actually throw the spaghetti away. And I don't think he threw all of it, but he would take a really, really, really small portion and then just throw the rest away. And, you know, I hate wasting food. I just, I have something in me. I mean, I've been made fun of by many people in my life when I'm tr like wrapping up this small little piece of leftover onion to use or freezing like that last piece of pizza because I know I'm going to want to warm. And I'm always glad that I did because later on I'm going to want, you know, 
you know, a, a week later, I might want that fro- frozen piece of pizza and I can stick it in, you know, the oven and have a delicious snack. Anyway, so it, like to hear him throwing away spaghetti, especially, I mean, he's ordering out, it's coming in this with this delicious sauce. He doesn't eat the bread. It's so regimented and so controlled. Most of us would eat a much larger portion of a pasta de- of a pasta meal that was delivered to us if if it's there it's tasty it's been a long day he's ravenous i mean it's it's really you know it is somewhat admirable to have that kind of willpower and while i you know i'm always proud of myself when um you know i'm able to not binge one night or uh, you know, or or stop eating that thing that I just want to consume past my feeling of fullness. It's just, I do when things taste delicious, and especially if it's something like pasta, it's so hard for me to stop. So, you know, I had talked about a few different types of people, and I feel like he belongs in this next category. I think what I talked about is people that are, you know, don't care about food, people that are, you know, really, really love food and are kind of, you know, have that somewhat disordered eating because they're always on a diet and they're always trying to lose weight and, you know, but they really want that food. That's like me and a lot of other people that are probably interested in this podcast. And and then there's like the true food addict, right? Where they, they, they're 600 pounds. They, they have to like cut off all flour and sugar because it's literally like a drug to them. Um, so he falls into this other category, I'd say, that falls in between the person that doesn't care about food and the people like me, right? Where he's this this type of guy that is, he's he loves food, but he's so disciplined that he will not allow himself to indulge like a lot of other people do. And, you know, he makes fun of a million people on his show. I mean, first of all, there's Jason. And, you know, now that I'm just tuning back into his show, Jason's lost like 70 pounds. And Jason used to be 300 pounds. So he must be like closer to like, you know, I don't know, maybe he's 230 now. I mean, I'm not sure exactly. But, you know, I mean, Jason obviously had health problems. I mean, he was 300 pounds, you know, he and he would eat you know, not exercise, eat mass quantities. He would go to like these meat festivals and just gorge himself on these large quantities of all different types of meat. I mean, that's disgusting. But I mean, you know, who am I to judge? But, uh, but you know, and and so he was just doing a Nutrisystem uh, commercial with Howard. And I, I don't know, he's saying on the commercial that he lost it through Nutrisystem. I don't know if that's true or not, but uh, I mean, you know, more power to you if you do a, a plan like Nutrisystem or Jenny Craig and you do lose weight. I mean, just the hope is that you keep, can keep it off. Uh, my friend, uh, one of my friends here in Arizona actually just spent like $600 on Nutrisystem and it was like half off, but she got like three months of food. And so, and you know, she picked like the same things. So it's like she had this like uh, quesadilla or this burrito with rice, like, but the portion is obviously so small. So she picked, you know, she picked things that she would normally eat and go out and get, but it's just this tiny little frozen meal or however it comes. I actually don't know. I've never done Nutrisystem, but the guy that used to own the company 
I worked for back in the weight loss industry, LA Weight Loss, used to own Nutrisystem. So anyway, um, I mean, our program was more eating your own foods. So it's, you know, I... I, I'm not judging. I'm not judging it. If it works, it works for, for a lot of people. So, um, so anyway, so, so Jason is somebody that looks like he finally did get control of his eating behaviors and, and Howard not only made it fun of him for not having control of his eating behaviors, but you know, smoking too much weed, which, I mean, I consume a lot of cannabis and it does give me the munchies, but, um, you know, it's not something I'm ready to quit or, you know, cut down on. I mean, I enjoy the way that it boosts my appetite and it makes food taste better. So, um, you know, granted, I'm sure. And look, I binge regardless if I'm smoking weed or not. So, uh, but anyway, so Jason, I, I wonder if he's, he, I know at one point Howard challenged him to also cut down on cannabis. And so I wonder if he has stayed with that. Uh, I don't know. I mean, for me, it's my medicine. It definitely, I can't sleep without it. You know, it's, I have insomnia terribly and and really bad anxiety. So it helps me, you know, so I can sleep. Um, so, so anyway, so, you know, Howard is very disciplined in all of his behaviors, you know, eating, drinking alcohol. I mean, he, you know, his doctor told him he had like a slightly raised liver level and he just cut off his drinking. I think he'd, he'd have like up to three drinks and then he just completely cut it out. Again, honestly, very admirable that he does care so much about his health. I mean, that's, that's health, right? When you're cutting out alcohol because of a, of a raised liver, um, test. So that truly is very admirable. Um, now his eating, I mean, for me, I work out a lot more because I like to consume a lot more calories than that. I, I, I would definitely, I mean, I, I like to eat disciplined like that, but anyway, I'm getting, going off on a tangent. So, so Howard, so the whole show ended up being about, is Howard a better person to go to for health and weight advice than Oprah? So here's my argument. Howard is obviously very, very disciplined, but can the majority of us relate to that kind of discipline? No. Oprah, we can relate to. Oprah loves food and is addicted to food like we are and, and, and struggles to say no to it, struggles to control those portions. And we need someone that we can relate to that gets it. You know, I don't want to go and talk to that person that doesn't care about food, right? Just like I don't want to talk to a person that is 600 pounds, you know, and is not trying to do anything and doesn't care. But Oprah, you know, Oprah is, you know, she's trying to always be the best version of herself. You can tell she's into self-growth. And, you know, I, I do think that she's someone, I mean, let's look at, you know, maybe the reasons that Oprah does struggle with her weight. Well, first of all, how busy is this woman? I mean, I don't know what she's, I mean, I'm sure, I think she just took on a new big job, but, you know, back when she had the majority of her struggles, you know, when it was really clear she would go on these really strict diets and and whittle down to a very thin weight and then, and then, and then gain a lot of it back. I mean, I'm sure she's done all of those kind of yo-yo diets that are so extreme. They're just not something, you know, they're not attainable or, um, sorry, not something you can like really maintain on. So, you know, Oprah's fluctuated many, many, many times. And I think, 
I think now, you know, she is looking at it more from like an overall health and, and, you know, weight, you know, weight control type of, of situation, not trying to be that ultra skinny version, which is just not realistic. I think she has body acceptance of, you know, a higher weight, right? Just like, just like I am, like I'm accepting that my body is not going to go back down to that lowest weight that I was at before the pandemic. And I'm not going to put myself through the torture of trying to get there. That's just not important to me. I'm fine being 10 or 15 pounds higher than I was, you know, before, but 25 pounds? No. I, so I, you know, I do need to, you know, I, I do want to get back into a healthier cycle and, and lose about 10 pounds and, and stay conscious because here, you know, I've seen people in the weight loss industry that it seems to happen overnight that within a year, you know, I mean, look, I've gained 20 pounds over this pandemic. That could be a hundred pounds if I let it go another year and I let myself stay in, in those behaviors where I wasn't working out. And, and then your health does get affected and your liver functions are affected and your sugar levels are raised and, and you, you have excess belly fat and that's very bad for your heart and very, you know, so there's all of these things that do come when you lose control and you don't have self-discipline. So even though Oprah is at a higher weight than, you know, she's, I mean, she's been at, at super skinny low and that does not, that doesn't even look healthy on her. doesn't look natural on her. But Howard Stern is somebody that would probably very much judge where she's been at her lowest and where she is now and think that she isn't an appropriate role model. But I beg to differ. I think that she actually is. She is the role model that we need when we are trying to attain a normal, healthy, functioning weight, right? Not one where you're trying to get your body to where it naturally shouldn't go, but one where you are maintaining good health and you're not on a track to get diabetes or have a heart attack or... I mean, look, the way that I was eating over the holidays, now I'm still not into like a really strict regimen. I'm, I'm, but I'm working out. I'm, you know, eating some salads. I'm eating my protein shakes, not eating a heavy bagel with 20 pounds of butter on it for every meal. And that's what I was doing over vacation. I mean, that's, if I do that consistently and keep doing that, I, I will just like my dad have a heart attack. So I know I need to check myself. And who do I look, who do I relate more to? Howard or Oprah? I really more to Oprah. <laughs> Oprah is, has, you know, struggles to maintain discipline just like I do. You know, Howard is again, very admirable Howard, but there also is something wrong, I think, with this superiority that you feel when you are being disciplined. Like you shouldn't, you shouldn't look down on other people, but I do think that that has a tendency of happening. And I've been 
the victim of I, the culprit of it as well. Um, you know, when, when I'm being really disciplined, I'm, it's, it's almost like I'm jealous of what other people are eating because I want it. You know, I want that, those home fries instead of the fruit for breakfast, but I'm making myself choose the healthier item. And, um, you know, and I know, look, intuitive eating is supposed to be about have those home fries if you want to. This is the part of intuitive eating where I, I lose it because, I I do have a tendency to get into habits when and and they they keep going if I'm choosing the wrong or not the wrong thing. I mean, I know that that's not the right way to think, but like if I'm choosing the heavier item consistently, my natural propensity is to keep choosing that item unless I decide I'm on I'm on a healthier track. I'm going to choose lighter. I have to be like on that track and I know that's the whole point is like you're supposed to have like this just as a, as a lifestyle, right? So it, it, living in America, there's so many choices. We are so spoiled here with the abundance of food th- that we have, with the amount of delicious and delectable and processed choices that we have. These pastries that are, you know, out of control size and covered with sugary deliciousness. And it's like, if that's looking at me, I'm going to, I want that. And I, and there's times that I do want to eat lighter and want to eat, you know, choose that lighter thing just because of the way that internally it does make me feel better. Um, so it's, it's, for me, it's always going to be a struggle. I do realize that. And even though I, I do have overall, like if you, if you take like a very long distance image of me, like I do have a lot of healthy habits where I do like healthy food. You know, I do like, the salads. I do like to move my body. I love exercise. I love sweating. I do like to get a workout in almost every single day. That is the only reason that I've been able to consistently maintain a lower weight and not get completely get out of control. Because, you know, I having that propensity to want to work out, to want to move you know, it is important for overall health and overall weight maintenance. I personally do believe that. And, 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 and having, you know, having a mindset where you are conscious of what you're putting into your mouth. I don't know. I mean, I think that that's where I, I struggle and, and think differently than just, just that intuitive eating. So, I don't know. I do need to have a, an intuitive expert on here eventually. But so, so the answer for me is Oprah over Howard, even though I'm, I'm much more entertained by Howard and I love listening to Howard. And, you know, look, I get entertained when he talks about all of his staff and their eating behaviors. I mean, again, he looks down on other people and the way that they eat, like John Hine. I mean, John Hine. Now, granted, John Hine, if he continues to not eat any vegetables, to only eat, hamburgers and hot dogs. I mean, he's going to have a horrible end of life. He just is. It's, you know, I've seen it with my dad. It's not pretty. It's not pretty. And, and it sucks. It sucks for everybody around you because you're sick. You don't feel well. Your body aches and, and you end up having, being very uncomfortable later in life, you know, and there's, and there's certain, there's diseases that that is exacerbated, like, you know, COPD or people that, have, you know, with people that have smoked or, um, 
you know, people that are grossly obese. I mean, the good thing about John Hine is he doesn't eat massive portions, it doesn't sound like. It just looks like he, you know, just chooses fast food at every meal. And, you know, some of those people do end up living very, very long lives without any issues. So um, even though his body is, you know, probably soft with very little muscle tone, because I don't think that he works out, um, he's doesn't overdo it on portions. So, I mean, who knows what his cholesterol is? Who knows what his sugar levels are? I think he did say at one point that he might have diabetes. I'm not sure about that, though. So anyway, I mean, I just see that it's important to get a wide variety of foods and just for good overall nutrition. So, you know, it is funny and it's entertaining when Howard picks apart John Hines food in eating behaviors. And then who else does he do that to? He does it to, he did it to JD. I mean, JD was also, you know, at the beginning of the show was very poor and was living alone. And so, you know, he ended up gaining a ton of weight through all the food that was brought to the show. I mean, there was this company that was bringing like cupcakes and I mean, that would be really difficult not to gain weight in that environment. I mean, Howard being able to pass by free cupcakes and free donuts and oh, it's so hard. I mean, that's why I like living at home. I mean, working from home, I get to control my environment. You know, some of my, you know, one of the biggest uh, employee, so one of the jobs that a lot of my weight loss clients had was they were nurses. And it was because people were constantly bringing them donuts, bringing them food. You know, they're they're working these crazy hours. And, you know, if you're in that environment, it's hard not to gain weight. Um, so, so yeah, so John Hine, Jason, um, I'm trying to think if there's any other people that he really, you know, kind of makes fun of. But uh, it was funny because I was kind of looking up, trying to refresh my memory and seeing if I could find any of of Howard Stern's old shows where he would actually go through an entire day of what he ate. And I couldn't find it, but there were some Reddit threads. And there were, um, like this one Reddit person was saying that Howard eats like an anorexic model. And and he's mad because Howard doesn't admit that he's jealous of other of what other people are eating um, <clears throat> because this guy actually does force himself to eat healthy to maintain his weight because he sees that when he does go and eat any delicious fried food or anything like that, he immediately gains weight. So he just thinks Howard's a little bit of a hypocrite and doesn't admit that it is a struggle for him. I mean, I've heard Howard like talk about the the little bits of food that he eats and how much how he wants more but but restricts himself. So he does kind of admit it. He just he just is really proud of his own self-discipline. Um you know, there was uh, another user that says he's starving all the time. That's why he's so angry all the time. So uh yeah, it's just funny, but um so anyway, well, that was my Howard Stern rant. And again, huge fan of Howard Stern. Would love it if he would talk more about his his daily eating behaviors. And of course, I would love to interview him and understand kind of where he thinks that self-discipline with food came from. You know, because again, he's Jewish. I'm, I'm 12% Jewish, but more Italian Greek. And, you know, our culture's we like food. So, you know, I know he comes from a culture that really gathers around food and appreciates food. 
I think I think his parents are very, very disciplined. I know he's talked about how, you know, regimented their days are and their eating behaviors are. So, you know, I, I do think a lot of it comes from our parents, right? Like with my weight loss clients, they, you know, the, the ones that struggled the most were the ones that would, you know, their their parents never brought water or introduced water. They they just had soda in the house. And so they grew up drinking soda. And now the thought of water like gags them. And they weren't brought up eating any vegetables at all. And so now they just like to eat chicken nuggets, you know? So it's, it's, it, it is the way that you're raised. You know, it sounds like Howard was raised with discipline, with, with well-balanced eating. Um, you know, he's equated, you know, letting yourself eat whatever you want to immaturity, and, you know, I can understand that to a certain point. I mean, I remember when I was in college and it was like, oh, my God, I can eat whatever I want anytime I want. Well, guess what I did in college? I gained a ton of weight. <laughs> so, um, you know, it. it I, I see his like level of uh, like a point in this almost like a tantrum inside my head where I can eat what I want. I don't need to eat that, you know, and and, you know, I, I, I get his points. I see all sides of it. I really do. I see the sides where he is not someone I'd want to listen to because he is so regimented where I don't think he understands my cravings and my emotional eating because he's so disciplined. You know, Oprah works after a long day and probably comes from a, just a ton of trauma in her life where there's emotional reasons for wanting to eat. So anyway, so in this battle... Oprah over Howard Stern for who I'd want to believe in for weight loss and dieting. But who do I want to tune into on a regular basis and listen to? Howard Stern. So they both win in my book. So anyway, uh, thanks for tuning in to the Diet Obsessed podcast. Please don't forget to go and rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. Tell your friends, share it on your Instagram story. Uh, follow me on Instagram at the Diet Obsessed podcast. I'm on um, TikTok at the Diet Obsessed podcast. I don't know what I'm doing on there, but I'm I started it and I'm trying to post an occasional video. So here I go. Um, anyway, I do wish that all of you have a balanced week and uh, tune in to next week's. I believe we're going to be talking about New Year's resolutions. I've been writing some down and I think I have some good ones. So thanks so much and we'll see you next week.